Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I wanted to do a um, an episode before I did the episode going into the week ahead to check on you guys and see just how you're feeling after all of the energy that has been coming in um, within this last week. There have been a lot of things going on, more most importantly, things that have been happening within ourselves, within our lives, within our homes. And this morning I woke up and I had created this song in my head and I won't sing it for you. Um, I can sing, but I won't sing for you. What I'm going to do is speak the words and then I'll go into what they you know, signify and what I got from that. Um, as I was getting ready to go to the store, um, pick up some items for the week ahead because I do meal prep. Um, very intentional with what I eat, very intentional with, you know, the things that I, I do throughout the week. Um, it has, it is a priority to me. And I realized that I needed to go to the store and pick up some things. And so I got up and I'm getting ready. And this, this song, I just started singing to myself and the words were, my mind is changing. My soul is changing. My world is changing. For the better. It was my mind is changing. My soul is changing. My world is changing for the better. And it was so interesting because as I was singing that, I actually went into a different octave and then I started adding like a little you know, a, a second verse to it in a chorus. And, you know, I'm, I, my background is in, in the entertainment industry. So um, the cultivating of a song is, is something I can do. But the fact that this song was a song that's not a song or not one that I know of that I've ever heard, it was just words. And I put them to a beat that was in my mind and it felt so good. And it made me realize that six months into this year, so much of who I am has completely changed. Um, not the core of who I am. That, that is my core. That is, that is who I am. But the leaves of me, the essence of who I am has has changed, become more aligned, become more, even more intent, you know, even more focused, disciplined, even more certain about where I am, who I am and what I am needing for my life and how I am needing to cultivate a safe space, not just for myself, that I have to maintain for myself, but also for those in which are attached to the branches and the roots of my core. And I'm saying all of that. I received God. Thank you so much. It's 333 on the timer. I say all that to say with that song in my spirit and going to the store, I saw on someone's license plate, divine karma, 
And of course, karma was abbreviated and so was divine because you can only have a certain amount of letters and numbers on your license plate, but it spelled out divine karma. And then I saw 222 on someone's registration sticker. And then I saw 555 on my clock. And it reminded me that when you are attuned with yourself and you are in tune with the most high and you are truly feeling your way through life in a way that builds your intelligence of self. It builds your aura of self. You carry yourself a different way. You operate in a different way. You think differently. You trust your instinct. You trust your intuition. You trust your spirit because you know that the vessel that you are is pure. It is clean. It is really fruitful. And when you know that about yourself, you also don't give different parts of yourself away so freely because you understand the value. You understand the time it takes to replenish. You understand the time it takes to cultivate a, a safe space, to clear out your aura, to release certain things. It takes more than a yoni cleanse to clean out your wound. And it takes more than reading a few quotes to understand what being awake means. It takes more than sounding educated to really be an intellectual. It takes more than using a couple um, jars of sea moss and a couple of vitamins and a couple of uh, bottles of water to really cleanse your body out. It takes more. Because it becomes a lifestyle in a way that it when you realize the time it takes to really purify yourself and purify your soul and purify your mind, then you can honestly say that you're doing the work because it shows up in how you show up. It shows up in how you speak. It shows up in how you interact. It shows up in what you indulge in. It shows up in the way that you approach life. Very very, very different from how you saw yourself months ago. And a lot of times, because that process is so, so long and it is so, you have to really be really focused and intent. Your intentions have to be clear. And you have to understand that you don't always know why you don't always know when you don't even always know how it's going to happen or how it's going to get done. But you understand that there's a thing called cycle and you understand that there is a thing called divine order. And you understand that there are things that are called strategic approach. And when you understand that, then you understand that everything that you're doing, the repetition that you're doing and purifying yourself, opening up yourself, creating a safe space, cleansing yourself, purifying yourself, purifying your mind. Understand that this does not mean perfection. I, I need that to be very clear because a lot of times people think that when you do all those things, you become so high and mighty and perfect that you do not make mistakes. You do not fall short. You do not miss a step or two. And that is where you 
yourself fail yourself because you're putting yourself up against an imaginary level of attainment that will never happen because no one everybody is quick to say oh I'm not perfect but what even does that statement mean because if God created you perfect and he created you in his image then whatever image you are as of today is in his eyes considered perfection so what else is it that you are comparing your level of perfection to And when we understand the significance of just understanding why we say things and why we think certain ways and break down the meaning of what it is that we are saying, then we understand that our vibration raises. We understand that the frequency in which we are raises. We understand that our fruitfulness grows when we are really cultivating a safe place where your soil can really continue to be prosperous. A lot of people are carrying around barren soil and that has nothing to do with reproduction. It has everything to do with what you're able to produce in a spiritual realm, what you're able to produce when it comes to your psychological health and well-being. What it what it means is. Nothing you ever put in that soil, in your soil, i.e. soul will ever flourish, will ever grow because it's barren. And how do you get rid of anything that's barren? Well, you must do the work to heal it. There is a space in which we're having to evolve to that a lot of people are being left behind from because they're not ready and their mouth may say they are. They may present themselves as they are. But when you understand how spirit works and how you understand how divine order works, then you understand that no matter what you show me in the flesh. If the vibration of who you are doesn't match. You're fraud. And you're not ready. A lot of people have a very difficult time addressing themselves. They have a very difficult time approaching themselves. They have a very different, difficult time looking at themselves because what they see is opposite of everything that they thought they were. And this is why it's very important to do the work within And what recently what we're feeling as we're as we're going into these different transits and these different shifts and these different spaces and and we're seeing these uproars around us and we're seeing the chaos around us and we're seeing all of the things. Right. One thing that we are needing to be conscious of. Is despite what we are seeing around us. We must always stay in our divine order. We must always stay in our divine space because the moment you step out of your alignment to match the alignment of someone else or something else, you set yourself back from your own personal evolution. We're in a time where there are a lot of things clearing out, even more things coming up. And so many more things that we're going to need to discard. And so this is going to be a constant in our lives. This isn't something that is going to be, oh, we've arrived. We're here. We're done. We don't have to do this work anymore. No, you're going to always 
have to do the work on yourself. It is not about fixing the world. When I go back to that song, it's my mind has changed. My soul has changed. My world has changed for the better. And what does that mean? Does that mean you don't care about anything outside of yourself? No. It means that you care about you first. It means that you put you first, because if you are not at your highest quality, if you are not at your highest potency, then you cannot be of any assistance or become any type of asset to anything, anyone or any space you attach yourself to. There's a lot of self-awareness that is coming up for a lot of people. And while for some, this is a, a space of culmination, we're seeing results. We're seeing blessings pour. We're seeing an abundance of opportunities that we didn't ask for, but they were already in the works for us because when you are in divine order, you get what you are deserved, not just what you desire. Because a lot of people create this desire and this appetite for things that are out of their lane. And when I say out of your lane, I'm not speaking in the sense of stay in your lane. I'm saying stay in your vibrational lane, stay in your divine ordered lane, stay in your soul purpose lane, stay where you are assigned to be. Not where the crowd tells you to go, not where the times tell you you should be. Where did God assign you and where is it that you're needing to stay? It is not about you being tired of being there. It is not about you tired of hearing and doing and, and operating out of that. It's not that it's understanding the lessons, the purpose and the order in which your life is assigned. Not anybody is in your lane when it comes to your assignment. A lot of people find themselves in crowded spaces mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically because they are not where they are assigned to be. When you are in your assigned lane, you are able to hold a sense of authority, silence authority. You don't have to be bossful. You don't have to be amb ambiguous. You don't have to be somebody who's boisterous. You don't have to be somebody who's disrespectful, rude and entitled. Why? Because you're in your assigned divine space. You don't need to prove that to anybody. Anyone who is in your lane, who is not assigned to be in your lane, you will then have the authority to cast that away. But a lot of people are in lanes they don't belong and casting away stones and spaces that they don't even belong in, wondering why they are filled with so much conflict. It's because you're not where you have been assigned to be. You're not listening to what's being said to you. You're not hearing it clearly and you're not operating out of the space of knowing and being aware. And you're not on this constant search of evolution. A lot of people get in lanes and they stay there in the same position, in the same place forever because they do not progress. That is not why you've been assigned to this lane. The lane is never ending. 
The lane has peaks and valleys. The lane has curves and detours. The lane has shadow spots. The lane has a bunch of sunshine. It has a bunch of rain. It has a bunch of tropical space. It also has the unknown. And a part of the responsibility of you is to know when it is time for you to pause, when it is time for you to turn, and when it is the time for you to go forward. But you don't ever stop. And a lot of people are stuck because they stopped. They stopped and they remained comfortable stopping because they were too afraid and too unclear and they couldn't hear and they couldn't feel and they were too out of touch with thyself to understand the power in which they really would have had if they continue to move forward. So now it feels like a cycle. Everything is the same. Nothing is going to change. This is going to be the same roller coaster over and over again. Meanwhile, people in their own lane are passing you up. People that are in your lane who shouldn't be in your lane are passing you up. People who are in your lane who have bogarted your lane because you didn't use your authority to move them out the way have taken over your lane. And now it is time to snatch your power back. There have been many people who have been fighting against themselves for a very long time. And you wake up one day to realize that the battle wounds and the scars and the trauma bonds and the unhealed wounds are because of the self-inflicted pain you've put upon yourself. Not that the circumstances you were in were the best, not that you've been treated the best by the people that have been around you, not that you had the perfect childhood or the perfect relationships, or not that you have everything that you want, but that you never understood the power in which you have to really claim authority over your own life. You don't push yourself. You don't choose yourself. You don't know yourself. You don't respect yourself. You have no integrity within yourself. You don't carry yourself in a confident aura. That's true. It's manufactured by the aesthetics that you buy into, the aesthetics that you apply, the aesthetics that you pretend, the, the aesthetics that you allow yourself to coincide with just to feel like you are belonging to something that you were never assigned to belong to. And everything that you've attracted based on your frequency has been there because you've called it in by your aura, by your frequency, by the way you think, by the way you speak to yourself, by the way that you interact and speak to others, the way that you carry yourself is really calling in all of the things you say you don't want. This season of eclipses have did a lot of things. It's, it's, and we're still under eclipse energy. We will be until the end of the year. This carries us throughout the year. In, a, in addition to a lot of the, the other things that are going on, and I speak about any astrological overviews, please listen to the June one. Um, part two will drop Friday. 
as we're entering into cancer season, there are a lot of things that are going to be coming up that are going to show you even more so of why in some areas you have failed yourself. It wasn't that you didn't have, it was that you didn't know what to do with. It wasn't that you couldn't do, it was that you chose not to. It wasn't that you didn't have the opportunities to be loved, cared for, and nurtured. It's because you didn't do it for yourself first. So what you called in was a mirror of how you treat yourself, how you feel about yourself. Remember, everything operates on an authentic frequency, not the frequency you pretend to have. Not the frequency you put on as you walk out the door, not the frequency that you allow yourself to tell yourself you are. No, the frequency in which you truly are at the soul level, which is something that is gushed through your wound, through your mouth, through your ears, through your uh, pheromones, through your body. That is the frequency in which you attract what comes in. That's when people that's why people say you are what you attract. You are on a core level because that is an energetic exchange. Everything is an energetic exchange. What I am doing now is an energetic exchange. What I am saying to you is an energetic exchange. Everything that you engage with is an energetic exchange. The foods you eat, the people that you lay with, the people you associate with, the money that you spend, all of that is an energetic exchange. And then you wonder why your life is full of chaotic energies because nothing flows in the divine order it's supposed to because you're not even in the lane you're supposed to and you're purchasing and you're contributing and you are allowing yourself to lay with things that do not hold the value in which your frequency should be raising. So... Then you ask yourself, why am I still here in this space? Why don't I have the things that I want? It's because you have no discipline. You you have no understanding of your assignment. You have no self-awareness. And being in that space, creates a lot of things. A lot of people are constantly having to heal from things or shall I say recover from things. And instead of actually recovering from things, they hop onto something else. Instead of actually dealing with the pain and the trauma and dealing with the fact that you have been hurt and you've hurt people and dealing with the fact that there were mistakes that you never were held accountable for, that you never held yourself accountable for. Because you did not feel confident enough to speak, you waited, you waited and you waited and things have continued to fester and then you blow up and you ruin everything else because you did not know your assignment. It's not about public perception. It is not about doing something that feels like everyone is going to buy into it. It's part of the reason why I've always refused. I've always refused to move on impulse when it came to things that I'm cultivating and creating because I know my assignment. 
I don't care how many people tell me I, I could be paid so much money for this. If my vibration and my frequency isn't aligned with that, no, because I don't want your money in exchange for a gift that God gave me because the money that you think that you're pouring into a gift that God gave me can be the very thing that destroys everything that I'm building because it's not in the same vibration. I'm very intentional when it comes to what I invest in, what I invest my time in, who I share my space with, what I share, what area I share my gifts in, because there's no rush when you're in your lane and there is no other agenda other than fulfilling the assignment. I am rewarded abundantly by being obedient. It is not for any other reason. I'm not putting my personal relationships and things all out there for people to pick apart and choose for themselves because my personal relationship is a sacred space for me. It's something that I, I've worked very diligently in. It's something that I keep very protective. It's not a secret, but it's private and there's a difference. What is the purpose of me exposing all my personal life to people I don't know for spirits I'm unfamiliar with for spaces and and aura and, and all kind of different frequencies that are bad for my soul. And I can't filter through everything rushing in at once. So I'm going to choose when, how and where I place certain parts of myself because I have to as a woman of And a queen like essence. Right. And I really don't like being called a queen, especially considering the, the, the diluted version of queendom that we have today in society. I, I uh, prefer a regal term. Right. It, it's no longer it doesn't feel quality to me anymore because queens don't operate in the way that we see people calling themselves queens today. Being pretty doesn't make you a queen. Being successful in, in your perception of, of business and life doesn't make you a queen. Bearing children doesn't make you a queen. Being black doesn't make you a queen. Being associated with money, fame, wealth doesn't make you a queen. Being queen is a regal elegance to you. There is a statue to you. There is a space that you take up that you don't even try to take up because your aura speaks for you. That's a queen. It's very regal. And I don't see a lot of that today. Same for being a king. You're not just a king because you think you're birthed in that. That ain't your birthright. And even if it were, you didn't earn it. No one just becomes that. No one just gets crowned that I don't wear a crown because my soul glistens jewels. Did you hear what I said? I don't wear a crown because my soul glistens jewels. So I carry myself like the work I've put in. I speak to myself and to others like the work that I've put in and I carry myself according to that. 
This solar eclipse, the last two, because we're in eclipse season, for a lot of people, has brought up a lot of the things that you've hidden from yourself. It's brought a lot of emotion to a lot of people. And it's so interesting to me because a lot of the people who are feeling all of the emotions are not the water signs who people typically would think a cancer Scorpio or Pisces would be the more emotional. But as a cancer in sun, moon rising, I mean, a sun, moon, Venus and Mercury with the rising in Pisces and Gemini North Node, for those of you who are birth chart familiar, um, I'm not emotional. I'm not unsure of my feelings. I'm very clear on them. But a lot of people are feeling a lot of emotions. They're they're still purging a lot of what needs to go before this full moon happens in Capricorn on the 24th. And, you know, I'll be 37 on the 30th of this month. And this is a complete cipher for me. It, it should be very emotional. And I'm sure as I get closer, it will be because my life has changed so much in the last decade. Whom I'm becoming is so powerful and who I am, I'm so proud of. And a lot of people are on that same trajectory of trying to get to know themselves in a way to where no one. And I was telling a friend of mine, I create a list Before I got in my last relationship, mind you, I've only had three relationships. One was marriage. The middle one was kind of an in-between. And then the third one was the the last of the Mohegans, right? And I told my friend, you know, I keep, I created a list of everything I know about me. I wrote out my flaws. I wrote out feelings of insecurities. I wrote out my qualities. I wrote out the good. I wrote out the bad. I wrote out the temper. I wrote out everything. And it was, it was like four pages of things. And when my life partner and I got together, we, I showed him this list, right? And he was so like, what in the, who, who actually does this? Because we did love language quiz. We did all of that because to me, that's something that you, and this was almost seven years ago, but this is something that you do because you know thyself and you're on the search to get to know yourself. So when you come to a relationship, you're kind of in this space of where I know what I am and I know what I'm bringing. I know what areas I can work on. I know what areas I can't work on. I know what things I'm able to do, but I also know what I'm not willing to do because I am being honest with myself. And now almost seven years later, and I look through this list, I realize that so much of me has evolved. The core of me has remained the same because my core is built on my morals. It's built on my, you know, my character, 
my beliefs and my beliefs are not stemmed by societal pressures or they're built on what I truly believe, what I'm dying with, because I believe that what I'll fight for, what I'll fight for, I'll die for. And that's something that a lot of people are arriving to now, that space of where you're realizing there's a lot of dark shit happening. There's a lot of unevolved energies out. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things, looking for quick answers and quick resolve for things that really take time to cultivate on the individual level with you and your creator, whom you believe is your creator. And that is something a lot of people don't really have the patience to sit with. And that is why they'll continue in this so dysfunctional matrix of a cycle because they refuse to choose themselves outside of what is considered their normal. I don't know what is considered normal for the world, but I know what is considered normal for me. And oftentimes it goes against what most people are doing in the world. And you have to be able to make a decision to choose you or choose the world. And when you choose the world, you become of the world and that distracts you and distance you from your purpose and the purpose that you have within the world. When I moved outside of the city that I was born and raised in, I moved because I knew that I could not be of help within the midst of everything that was happening. I couldn't be in the middle of that and help pull people out. I had to get out first so that I could pull others out with me or I could lead them and show them because I'd done it myself. And that's where we are. There are a lot of people who are going to have to escape that way of thinking, escape that way of being, escape that way that they conduct themselves and they entertain things and they spend their time with people and things and the way that they allow themselves to be in this hamster wheel of going nowhere. They're going to have to get out of that so that they can redefine where it is they're supposed to go and they can realign themselves with where they're needing to be so that they can stay on the path or get on the path that is truly designed for them. If that doesn't happen, then this purpose that you think you have in this business that you think you're growing in this, you know, relationship that you think is going to be great will never be what it is ordained to be. And it'll never really be what it is supposed to be for you because you aren't really connected with the divine trajectory of your own life. Everything that you are building from a space of fraud or a space of incomplete foundations will not, it cannot, it will not sustain or grow beyond a certain space because it's not designed to. Because in order for something to be completely fruitful, you need to be soulfully invested in and really digested in that space. And if you're not, you're not, you're not putting everything that you are in it because you can't because you haven't identified what all of you is. 
this week, a lot of people, some people are feeling like, I just can't do this. It's just too much work. It's just, I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Everything is causing me depression. Everything is causing me anger. I'm easily frustrated. I don't, I don't like where I am. It's just like when I looked in the mirror months ago after seeing how COVID was doing my body and how it had me feeling. You know what I did? I made a choice. It wasn't a doctor that helped me recover. It wasn't a you know, the people on the Internet telling you, take your vitamin D, take your zinc, take it. It wasn't them because I'd already been doing those things and I still got it. It was nothing that they did. It was me choosing to fight for myself, to recover and heal myself, to cleanse myself and get the poison out of my body, to really redefine and be intentional in every single thing that I decided to do from that point, because I knew what was ex at stake. And what was at stake was my sanity, my soul, and my world. So me waking up today and saying my mind, my soul, my world has changed for the better. It's changing for the better. When I look back six months ago, and I look at those areas of my life. I know. I know that it's true. My body has changed. My soul has really, really changed. It's evolved even more. I'm in tuned much more. And, I, you know, one thing you realize is that through all of the things, through all of the loss, through all of the fear, through all of the anxiety that you think you have and you feel through all of the pain that you've experienced, through all of the isolation. Remind. Let me remind you, I dealt with being in the, the height of the pandemic by myself alone. My family on one side of the town, my my life partner deployed. It was just me. Me to deal with me. And I've never been a person to escape into life. Or escape into things. So the world closing down didn't bother me. It didn't affect me because I didn't care. I, I don't I can't as, as a very sensitive spirit. I can't be out in the midst of everybody doing everything anyway, because my spirit doesn't allow me to. I just I can't. I can go to a space for fun and I end up being assigned there to do work. Because it's how my spirit is. Of a purpose in everywhere I go, in every space I frequent, in every soul I encounter. But I cannot be a present force in anyone else's life until I did the work on myself. And that's something a lot of people have been avoiding. They think if I say this good thing, if I write this good thing, if I'm successful in this area, if I look good in this area, then I'm good. That's why you have a lot of beautiful Fine, 
wealthy, miserable people, insecure people, never happy people, not at peace people, depressed people. Because they don't put themselves first. They're not really operating out of an authentic space. The aesthetics took over. The aesthetic of what it looked like, felt like, appeared to be, took over. And with all of the changes in the shifts and the things that are happening right now, it's forcing people to really look at yourself in a way that is holding you accountable for your journey and your path and your life. I always say the woman of a home is more than just a woman of the home. She's more than a mother of the home. She's more than a wife of the home. It's like, like Proverbs 31 speaks about, and I'm not a Bible thumper, not at all. But again, y'all know I study a lot of everything, a lot of things. But it speaks about a woman being a merchant ship. And a lot of women think because they look good and they have a lot of people attracted to them, that they don't have to do anything to sustain a relationship or a home. The truth is you're looking for a man to take care of you. You're looking for a man to pay for you. You're looking for a man to provide for you. You're looking for all of these things that you yourself do not provide yourself. You do not protect your mind. You do not take care of your body. You do not make sure that what is inside your temple is pure. You don't even check in with your wound to see if it's healthy or not. You don't make sure that you are being intentional when it comes to how you get up and start your day. You are just there because you think that you deserve to be because you think that you look good enough to be. And if this person won't do it, that person will. And if you don't do it, that person will. And that is the problem because a woman that goes back to the queen talk, right? A queen doesn't carry herself in that sense. It's never you can. You, it's not about a queen's body ever. It's about her ability to be authoritative and also be a nurturer and a protector and a provider and a partner. It is about her never running out of goods for any of those that need it. Because the queen has taken care of herself. The queen has built from a sense of regality, not just for herself, but for everything and everyone that is attached to the queendom. So a lot of women don't like, and I'm speaking about women because when I speak about this type of energy, it feels like the women are awakening. The women are starting to feel a difference about themselves. And I will speak about the men. I have a whole nother episode for you guys because it is coming up on Father's Day. But I, I this this feels very like very much like the rise of a woman, the, the rise of that femininity, that that toxic feminine energy is being destroyed right now and it is going to really hit a peak very soon but when a woman has become 
who she's designed to become because she's operating in her lane. She has perfected her ability to read her lane. She is affected by none of what's happening around her, even though she's aware of it, but she's unmovable in her lane unless it is time to move forward, to turn or to pause. So when you speak about a woman of a household and going into cancer season, it is the mother energy. It is the, the nurturer. It is also very much queen, empress, goddess type of energy because when you think of cancerian energy you're thinking about how this home feels it's safe it's purified it's abundant it's peaceful There is a space to really be where you evolve and you grow and you become safe. It's stability. It is an abundance of health. Because if you are a cancerin or you're connected with a cancerin, cancerins deal with a lot of issues in the stomach and breast a lot of times because with the gut, that is your solar plexus. That is where a lot of the foods you eat sit. That is where a lot of the anxiety and the, the fear and the stress ulcers come. That middle space is where a lot of our existence resides when it comes to the frequency and the pain and the, the, the buildup and the contamination, it sits there. And if we don't purge, if we don't get it out, if we do not release it, it festers and it becomes very much so diseased. So it is, even if you're not a Cancerian, if you are a woman, you should always hold the sense of that type of energy of where you take care of your health. You take care of your mind. You take care of your world, the world you live in and you see and you interact with. When you step into your home, there should be a sense of regality has arrived. And everything that comes out of that home should reflect you. So when you look at your sons and they're emotionally detached and you look at your husband and your, your fiance or your partners and they're not consciously aware and they're not present and they're scattered and it's chaotic and it's just drama and it's just not peaceful. That is all an extension of you. Because when you are operating in your lane, you have a sense of authority in your lane. And it is your duty to command a certain level of discipline and order in your lane. An effective divine order comes from the soul. It doesn't come from insecurity. It doesn't come from abandonment issues. It doesn't come from fear of losing something. It comes from being able to say without any trepidation 
that this is where we are headed and this is where we're needing to go. And I'm leading the way and I'm standing by your side. But this is what needs to happen in order for us to continue to move forward. And sometimes that takes a pause. Takes a pause to get it in order. Sometimes it takes a little detours. Sometimes it takes a little turns. But we will continue to move forward. There's a sense of love. There's a sense of joy. There's a sense of peace. There's a sense of security that comes from a woman who knows and a person who is head of household. Even if you have a family, a nuclear family, it doesn't matter. A person who is in their own personal authority can match that frequency in their space. Your home should be a representation of that essence in which you carry. And if it's not, you're not in alignment. And this eclipse is creating a new avenue and a new path for you to do that. A new space where you can see very clearly that it's needed for you to do that. And a lot of people are on the path, but they aren't moving. They, they're not building. They're not sowing fertile seeds because the soil is barren. You could be in the right position without the right tools. Either way, it is not growing. So we have to take inventory. We have to step into ourselves. We have to choose. It's like if you're on a weight loss journey and you reach a plateau, you're going to have to switch something up. You're going to have to tap into other parts of your regimen to see where something isn't working so that you can implement something that does so that you can continue to progress. That's the same in everything. That's the same in everything. We have a personal duty. The world is in chaos. The world is completely in, in shambles. Everybody's lost. Everyone's confused. No one knows what's happening because no one is attuned. But you are. You are. So you can't do what everyone's doing. You you can't say what everyone's saying. You cannot participate in what everyone is doing and participating in because your assignment says. This is where you should be. We have to look at ourselves as those trees. The reason trees have the ability to continue to shed leaves and grow new ones and their roots and the trunk of them remain stable. It's because that soil in which that tree was planted in was fertile centuries ago. Look at your life and look at yourself as a tree. You are birthing and creating things that will absolutely outlive you. This is not about living for your afterlife. This is about choosing to live in the days that you have now and everything that you are ex existing amongst be a reflection of that. Create the world in which you want to see. But it starts with you. It starts with you. Fighting the world against what? Arguing with people because of what? 
being triggered by what other people are doing and saying for what? Feeling like you got to answer questions about your personal life and your business and and you have to have discussions about things that ain't nobody business for what? Why? What is it in you that is looking for validation? What is it in you that is looking for a sense of camaraderie? What is it in you that is craving attention? Because when you know thyself and when you are building and creating in a lane that is designed and defined by yourself, you don't have time. You don't have a desire and you don't have the patience to look outside of or argue with anyone who's speaking against anything that you're doing in this lane because you are clear on what this lane consists of. You are clear on what works for you. You are clear on your assignment. There's no argument there. There's no debate there. I've been telling people for years, Oh, baby, Brandy doesn't argue with people about their, you know, beliefs. Brandy doesn't argue with people when it comes to their politics. Brandy doesn't argue with people when it comes to what they believe morally. I Listen, I know thyself and I know what I attached in and confined myself within and to matches what I believe and what I feel morally and what I have built myself on character wise. And even if none of those things are identical to that of which that I am cohabitating with, you can best believe we're all in alignment. So anything that is outside of that is not of my concern. I have an assignment and it is not to convince you that yours is wrong. It's to convince no one of anything but myself. And the only convincing I'm doing is convincing myself to stay the course, convincing myself to stay disciplined and connected to my God. I don't have time to argue with folk about what they believe and see and want for themselves. Honey, do you? Your life is a reflection and a sum of everything you believe, everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you, that's you in your life. That's you in your life. But as for me and my life, I have my lane. And so coming into this, this week, it's like a, a sense of, oh, okay, <laughs> this will be doing. This will be doing because this is what I'm assigned to do. And I'm able to speak with authority to that because I know where I'm planted and I know that I'm protected and I'm safe here. And I know that I'm ordained to be here. So I'm just going to keep following my path and doing my thing and learning and growing and evolving in my lane. Everything that's supposed to be in my lane is in my lane. I don't need to look at your lane. For any type of inspiration. I don't need to look for your lane. For any type of confirmation. We are not the same. We are not the same. Nothing that is happening outside of the lane I'm assigned. Is an intimidating factor for me. Nothing that is happening outside of my designated lane. Brings up any type of insecurities in me because I don't have time 
or a desire to look at someone else's life and desire it for myself because I still have so much road to hoe. I have so much of my path I don't even know about. Why would I forsake my own gifts, my own talents, my own skill, my own assignment for what looks to be better on the outside? I don't need to do that. I can give you your props. I can tell you it's beautiful. I can tell you I'm so happy for you. I can tell you that I am proud of you. I can tell you that I really, really care and I love you. And I really want to see you win without me feeling like something in me is lacking just because you won or you're winning. You're winning on the level you're assigned to be at. You're winning in the path that you're assigned for. You are following a journey that isn't mine. So our path is different. Our timing is different. Our assignments are different. It's okay. It's okay. We have to grow and evolve and learn that it is not about what's happening on the outside of us. It is about what is happening within us that is creating the truth in which we live. This week, stand in that truth of what you know and do a deep dive into what you have uncovered. That is where you begin. That is where you find yourself. That is where you grow. That is where you change the trajectory of your path. And that is where you begin on your journey of recovery and healing and creating this essence of safety for yourself. Your life depends on it. Your family depends on it. Your health depends on it. Your heart depends on it. You have no other choice. Unless you are saying, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to die. And there are a lot of uh, living people that are dead inside. I believe in you guys. I love you guys. And I truly, truly, truly want nothing but the best for every one of you. Because every single one of you deserve that. But only if you believe it. Only if you believe it. I cannot believe it for you. I wish I could, but I can't. I cannot make it happen for you. I wish I could, but I can't. I'm here as a reminder that it's possible. Okay? Choose you. Choose you. Period. Until our next daily dose of energy, I want to tell you to be gentle with yourself, love on yourself, nurture, protect, and keep yourself safe. I love your freaking souls. Bye.